Hello and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, I'm going to be talking about why Berserk 1997 has such an impact on today's society and how we could utilize it within today's generation. And what do I mean by that? Well, for those who aren't aware of the show, I just recently watched it. It is a masterpiece from what I have seen. I am a big fan of the 90s vibe. But why does it matter? Why does this show in particular come to mind? Well, it comes to mind because I think of The Isolated Warrior. And for many of you out there, you're probably going, for, the, for those of you I should say, in the Northern Hemisphere, I should say, if you're on the sunny coast of California or in the Southern Hemisphere, sunny Australia, I'm sorry, this doesn't really apply to you at the moment because you're dealing with some lovely weather. Uh, or maybe you are isolated anyway. But because of the weather in the Northern Hemisphere at the moment, it can feel a little bit dreary. I know for a lot of you out there, and this is myself included, January is a very depressing month because of the weather. It is cold, it is dark, and everything feels a little bit shit because there's nothing really to look forward to until spring rolls around. Unless your birthday is within those two months, and for you, I feel very sorry. I'm sorry. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make in this podcast will be that how we can utilize this time in an effective way that's going to better ourselves and then also bring a smile to our faces, but actually be a little bit more stoic and be a little bit more thoughtful in your life. I don't know, but recently I've really connected. I don't know whether to call it religiously or connected with the universe. It's probably the best way to call it that because it's not God. To me, it's like feeling feeling being. It's very difficult to explain, but I've been meditating a lot recently. And I've been meditating to Guts. Guts' theme from Berserk, which I'll be playing right now overhead as a little, for those who are just listening, you'll be able to really get, and, and those viewers as well, of course, not leaving you out. Uh, for those who are listening and viewing, you'll really get a good sense of the peace and serenity that can come from this music. And also, you're connecting with a character who has struggled. And for me personally, I have to simulate struggle. I struggle, obviously, life can seem hard, but we live in the best times possible. And in Berserk, Guts lives within a time of suffering. And for him as a character, he goes through this suffering. At the beginning, he is outraged. He is angry purely because of the world he's been born into and the way he's been raised as just a warrior, as somebody who swings his sword for no purpose. And he swings it purely for the cry of battle and for the fury and the rage and the anger and everything he does to become a better swordsman and to just, not even to earn the coin, just to be able to shed blood. Because that's all he was born into. A bandit, a, 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 a den of thieves, basically, what you would call them, even though they're mercenaries. And why does he matter? Well, throughout Guts' story, I don't really want to spoil the series for anyone because I want you to go watch yourselves, the 1997 version specifically. It's only 25 episodes long and they're only 20 minutes each. It is a nice snap of the fingers, quick show for you to watch. And I think it's, it's beautifully created. I would recommend watching episodes 2 to 25. Wait for episode 1 and use it as the last episode rather than the first episode. It's something I found out just from my own view. 
But what I will say about the show is this. Guts is somebody who has suffered deep. He gains friends, gains a lover, and he also gains a brother throughout his travels and his journey within this series. And he almost gets to the point where he realises what his purpose is. What is his dream? And I'll repeat a, a quote from, from the show, and that is, A man without dreams is a man who is already dead, basically. The man who would be my friend must have his own reason for living, beyond me. And he should put his heart and soul into protecting his dream. He should never hesitate to defend it even against me. Some see nothing more than life and death. They are dead, for they have no dreams. Now that's ad-libbed, and that is from Griffith, who's the brother, not his brother by blood, but brother through war, basically. And he struggles as well in his own way, but not to the extent, it seems, like Guts does. Guts seems to be the workhorse throughout the show. And through his work and suffering and struggle and sacrifice, he still, even when he could blame the world, he could outrage himself and release his anger upon the world, he doesn't. He's stoic in his mind. He releases his anger where it needs to be dealt towards, but he never questions the world. I think the reason I bring this up is because it could be a what-is-me what mentality. Why me? Why suffer? Why sadness? It's so easily when you're isolating on your own maybe during the winter, or maybe you're not seeing enough people, etc. Any, any of this time, just the darkness alone may make you feel that way. And it's very easy to fall down that trap. Please don't. For me personally, I take it as a time to be in monk mode. Focus on your goals and focus on something that really gives you strength and makes you proud of yourself. Because this could be anything. And within Guts, Guts doesn't even realise what his dream is until very later on in the show. And this is the beautiful part, is that his realisation is also cursed. His struggle is never-ending. The road never ends. The reason I bring up Guts as well, it's, I can't believe I've never watched the show up until now. It's been out since 1997. I was born in 95. It's been, a, you know, it's two years younger than me. <laughs> so, the, the <laughs> that's mad to say, actually, isn't it? I'm 27. It was 25 years ago that show was released. And I don't think it's, I think it's aged beautifully. The artwork in the show, the pure crafted drawing of the show i mean you can you can get my excitement i've talked about this with studio ghibli studio ghibli is a timeless studio that produces constant beautiful work and although they are a little bit inactive lately they will be always be remembered because of the work that they've done i think some of the anime from nine the 90s is also timeless as well and when I look at Berserk, that's exactly what it is. And the soundtrack that I played earlier should make you realise as well is that the sound is just as impactful because it reminds you of peace. Isolation should also bring you peace. It shouldn't make you feel alone in this world, but rather connected. And what I've found is if I can utilise this time 
to monk mode, disconnect, really focus in on the mind and to really focus in on Guts's persona where he's not angry towards the world, he's not revenge, which, you know, I made the mistake of, I listened to a song which has Berserk's quotes in it, and he says Griffith, like he screams the word Griffith, and it sounds like the word revenge, so when I'm running, I'm screaming revenge, like I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, he's he's going back to to take his anger out upon his enemy, but the truth is, is that in Berserk, Guts never, he's never takes his anger upon, he doesn't feel that way. And it's this beautiful man who tries to work his way into the world, tries to do the right thing, and believes he has to be his own man, be his equal to his brother, rather than betray his uh, himself. Because we can all feel that if someone's doing better than us, we can always feel that we should be going to them, maybe going to saying that, oh, they're, so, they, they're doing so well, there's so many things that I could be doing to be better, uh, and not doing them and, and saying, oh, it's huge, it's a massive road ahead, instead of looking at it in a positive way and thinking to yourself that you could be the person you want to be by following that road. And it, maybe your path isn't the same. I know for a fact that my road has been a topsy-turvy roller coaster ride that I wouldn't change for the world because it's always going to be that way for me because that's how my mind works. It's like a, you know, one thing to another. As you can tell with the podcast, my subject matter just goes all over the place, and I would never change that for the world because it's my enjoyment. My mind, my path is this way. It's a never-ending road of interest and subjects and analysis and love for not the details but the overall big picture because at the end of the day we can all nitpick everything in life but the truth is is that we don't want to we're all just seeking that connection and this connection i think is shown within berserk with this beautiful music the artwork and i think the only other character that comes to mind when it comes to Guts is that of a samurai, and I think of The Last Samurai, the movie The Last Samurai, a sim similar soundtrack that I will also play over now as a little snippet. The soundtrack as well brings to mind, again, peaceful isolation within the, nat the nature of the world, and something that I did without really thinking, I've done it a couple of times, where I've retreated into Wiltshire, Dorset, and uh, the, the countryside of England and just trained, just trained, worked and just focused on this area and I've realised that actually I'm generating a part of the very DNA of a human being, the very foundations of who we are and that is the warrior, the, the idea of this monk mode, this inner wisdom, this inner DNA to focus inward and bring massive results because you just focus on this one goal of bettering yourself you know i've talked all the time about reading writing all of these things and and i didn't realize that actually it's this stoic mindset that i've automatically been doing without really realizing it and i've read so many different books about mindset and, and bettering yourself and being a better person they never really get into the the connection and no one ever talks about anger either your anger towards the world. 
because it can become you can be very very resentful i think jordan peterson's talked about it a few times where he talks about it in quite an extreme way though he said about the uh, guys who shoot up schools and i i think that's a little bit extreme i'm talking about anger on a level where it's very common you'll hear it on a on a, what did i hear the other day i was on a bus bus ride to london uh, to reading from newbury and i heard on the the bus oh those bloody train drivers they don't deserve a pay rise they are you know just this hate not even hate but just spew of negativity coming out of this gentleman and i you know it's sad to see that because that means that that person really has nothing better to say than just negativity into the world we should be bringing my goal my overall goal of this podcast was always and will always be joy will always be positivity will always be optimism and many people won't like that it's very cool to be a cynic in today's age and that's fine whatever you can live that way and good luck to you but for me personally optimism positivity being around people who want to be better who want to be in a better world who want to not lash out at the world for being you know a tough place to be in and i i hear, heard this quote the other day why did if so if, you, if you're a christian if you're a, a muslim so let's say allah or god or i'm trying to think of another rhythm religion with a, a, a deity well whatever deity it is let's say the deity creates evil why does evil exist in this world and you may say to yourself, evil exists, and oh god, it's all, I can't deal with it, oh no, it's all over, you know, life's so damn hard, I can't deal with it. Evil, and I believe this, I think this is a personal thing rather than something that's factual or evidence-based, I think evil and struggle and barriers and anything that's going to get in your way is like a a scratch or a, or, or a, a stab to the hand where it calluses over and the callus becomes stronger you know the callus goes over the skin and it makes your hand stronger and when you hit that negativity and you come out you know i say to my friends you know if i'm running i go into the abyss and i come out smiling and to me, that's the, the thing. If you can enter that and you come out stronger, that's the, the true power. And it's easy for me to say all this stuff because I've been there, done that, got the t-shirt, and I, I go in and simulate this evil that doesn't really exist for me because I, you know, adversity to me is self-stimulated. I haven't really had to deal with adversity in the terms of what a lot of people have to deal with. But why do I think it exists in the first place? Because it makes us better. It makes us all better. We all become better people because we become stronger. And this is what I'm talking about with Guts. Guts comes in here where he gets stronger every time he takes on a stronger um, warrior. For instance, he fights against like a demon, like a physical demon. Like it's it's 10 feet tall. It's basically a minotaur uh, that he fights against. It's, it's, it's almost like they've put in Theseus and the Minotaur as a nice little... Uh, Theor mythological reference point because he finds against him and he doesn't kill the minotaur in this case he actually gets away with his life because he's so powerful and i love this because it's then later referenced in the show that 
he fights another great massive mountain of a man and he's not scared because he's already fought a, a minotaur what's a man to him if he's fought a minotaur you know and this is the idea is like if you can take something so terrifying so so impactful upon you and you can get through it what's the rest of life to you you know if, if, if i can run a marathon what's what's a half marathon to me if i can run uh you know a 30 30 miler what's you know what's a, a marathon to me etc it goes on and on, and on if i can do 225 weights what's 135 pounds weights you know it's it's always becomes more and more and more and the road is never ending and i love that i don't know about you for me you can allow yourself to fall down that dark road and say why is life like this why is youtube comment section so negative why is you know it's social media so negative why is this blah 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 blah, blah trolls trolls blah, blah 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 you could say all that i don't think so i think that people in general are good people and I think that if we go through life trying to look for the negativity, we will definitely find it. But if you go through life trying to find positivity, if you look for the best in people and you still make yourself a warrior who can tackle the, you know, the barriers, then it's, what's, what's the great saying? It's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. That's... And, and Joe Rogan said that, by the way. So I am quoting him, and he's quoting uh, a great... I can't remember the, the gentleman who said it, but... Yeah, it's it's a great quote. Because I'd rather be strong in times of peace than be weak in times of war. And even though we live in these times, it's better to go through struggle, to be in isolation to be in these dark darkness i think the the thing about the uk that's appealing to me is that the uk has quite extremes in terms of weather not as extreme as some of the northern parts of europe and not as extreme as some of the southern of the southern hemisphere but it does deal with rubbish rain <laughs> terrible winters of cold darkness but it also has some very hot very nice summers and that contrast allows us to truly enjoy the best of both worlds the dark and the light and i don't know why but i also found another character like the last samurai and like guts who also reminded me a little bit of the ability to have the darkness but also light and i saw it recently in a meme i know chris what does a meme have to do with being strong in tough times well i thought that ghost from Modern Warfare 2, the new version, is actually quite a good representation of that. And you can see it within the character's eyes. For those who haven't played the game, Ghost is quite a memeable character nowadays uh, on the internet. And I'll play a clip in a minute of such character. Be careful who you trust, Sergeant. People you know can hurt you the most. Good advice, LT. I want to be like you and the girl. You want to be better than me, Johnny? Yourself, baby, I'll be good. I just want to die in peace tonight You can see it in my face so I wear my hood Feeling like it's five degrees tonight Everybody cold where I come from Cut your mask down, you was looking for a come up Next summer, I'll be on the island with your bitch 
But what I want you to understand is that in his eyes you see the emotion, but in his words you feel the harshness of his reality. And that to me shows a gentleman who can take on the world, take on the world and still have the ability to keep on walking. And that to me is like, so many people fall at the first hurdle. So many people do one push up and give up. And that is quite sad because there's so much potential in a human being. I think one of the things that religion got wrong, and maybe you'll disagree with me, and that's fine. Chuck it down in the comments because I'm ready for it anytime, anywhere. I think that pride is actually a good thing. I think that pride keeps a human going. The pride of himself or herself pushing forward, looking back on everything they've achieved and knowing that if they hadn't pushed themselves, if they hadn't pushed forward, if they hadn't moved forward, if they hadn't read the books, did the writing, do the degree, do the course, do whatever, to better themselves, then what is life without pride? What is life without the ability to say, I achieved something, and I looked back, and I'm proud of myself? I think a lot of people use the word ego as a negative thing, and I disagree. I think that the ego, yes, it can be negative if you're going to be using it as your massive schlong of a ego all around the office going, look at me, I'm Mr. Dog's body, all that jazz. And don't get me wrong, your greatest strength can also be your greatest weakness. If you make other people feel weak around you because you throw around your pride, like, look at me, everybody, I'm so successful. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to make a lot of people resent you. And I can definitely, I'm telling you this because I've also, uh, it's my weakness is that sometimes I can come off as a know-it-all. And I'm very aware of this than you are. <laughs> I work on it. I'm also somebody who's very humbled to that because I love being around my family because they also let me know when I'm doing stuff wrong. And that's also why I surround myself with some of my friends who are also very happy to tell me some harsh realities. And that's a nice thing. That's nice to me, but I also think that some people don't have the strength to keep on saying to themselves, look what I've achieved, look what I've done. Not everyone has that for some reason, because so many people are so brilliant. And I'm not gonna name names, but I can think of a few of my friends who should be more proud of themselves than they actually are. And that, yes, you can get into a rut, but you gotta dig yourself bloody out of that. And if you look at Guts, if I play a few scenes of him smashing through the enemy lines, destroying the enemy, destroying forward, or playing a clip of us charging into the horde of orc into Minas Tirith to clear it out. You understand that this is the mindset we have to do when it gets to these dreary, tough, depressing times. And that can sometimes really hit it. I can tell as well, 
with where we go and more people spend more time on social media because they're escaping from the world it makes me sad actually that um mo- like films movies there's less being produced nowadays because they're just trying to make money but for me the one great escapism was going to the cinema for me going into a story seeing a, a hero make the journey to becoming a better person was always something that i truly enjoyed seeing but it feels like there's more of a less of a concern with the actual integrity of the character. It's why I'm bringing up Berserk so much, because the characters are so well written. They've got characters like Casca, who's the lead, the female leader of the band of the Hawk, who comes off very negatively at the beginning of the series, but at the end we all love her. We all see her strengths. And this, to me, is very, very difficult to see in nowadays. It's actually we're forced upon us with some characters as if we're meant to immediately respect them rather than for them to earn our respect. In no life do we ever go into a job or go into a friendship or go into any scenario going, respect me right now, you must respect me, (laughs) You you must love me automatically. And that's almost what some films are trying nowadays. And you will respect my authority. You know, just by identity. It's very sad. And to me, the positive stuff that I always go back to is that there are series out there, there is creativity to be looked for. And that if you can look at these characters like Ghost, like Guts, like The Last Samurai, you can find this warrior mentality, but also you can find yourself some motivation and some happiness in the isolation. Wow, I just rhymed. God, that's cringe as fuck. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realise it as I said it there. That was the wow, dude. That really... <laughs> Sometimes I forget. But this is the nice thing when you do a podcast on the fly. You can really show the sort of audience your, your mindset. And I know I say a lot of the same things over and over again. And you have to bear with me. I'm human like the rest of you. But I also love the fact that you're getting an insight into somebody who, like you, is trying to go down this road in the best way possible without losing the integrity and the pride that he's looking to continue to do. Because at the end of the day, when I die, I'm not going to be thinking about the things that I bought or the money that I had on the bank account. It's going to be the experiences. It's going to be the stuff that I achieved. It's going to be the thought of family, friends, connection. No point am I going to be thinking, damn, I should have been, you know, coding more. I should have been working more. I should have been this, that, and the other. Like, no way. Like, and, and there's no point you're going to be thinking to yourself, you know, I wish I'd been more depressed. I wish I'd been really, you know, really hard on myself. God, like, oh, I should have taken those drugs. I should have, like, drank that alcohol. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. No point, you know, are you going to be thinking to yourself, like, yeah, hmm, really, really good to be depressed right now. Really positive about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear not that i'm being you know i'm being a, a bit bit harsh i i understand that i'm being a little bit sort of shallow on, on that sort of thing my point is that if you think i don't want to i don't want to dampen somebody by saying if you think your life is hard look at this person but what i'm trying to say is that if you can look into the abyss and come out smiling then you have achieved a greatness that you will forever 
be strong because you will see, like I said, adversity as something that you've tackled before. And if you can't do that, you will forever consistently deal with the same issues over and over again. And I think this is why there's such a high rate of anxiety in today's society as well, is because people aren't tackling the fear. They are continuously, oh no, seeing it all over again. They're just like, it's shot to the system, like cold water coming straight onto them. Like people, you know, this is why I think a lot of people are doing cold showers and sauna and stuff like that to relieve them of this shock and they can be calm. It's one of the reasons why I do long-form cardio, because when I finish, I'm just thinking to myself, I'm so chill, man, I'm so oh, relaxed, I'm not uptight, I'm feeling good, and I'm ready for the world to interact with me. And I think this is also something, bringing back to the characters, that if you look at them, all of them are doing something quite severe, and then afterwards, they're very chill. Maybe you're not going to go out slaughtering people for a living. I hope you're not Jeffrey Dahmer or some sort of murdering psychopath. That's not what I'm going for right now. That's not what I'm saying you should be like guts for. You should not be taking a massive sword and slicing people in half. No. What I am saying is that it's the afterwards. It's that stoicism, that ability to look at the world and see it as it is and not try to change the fabrics of reality, but look inwards and look to yourself and see how you can benefit from this time and see how how great life's going to be in a few years time i look at my 20s as a great success i've continuously pushed myself forward i've not followed the same path as many people and i look at the person i used to be and i think he'd be very proud and i hope to make the person who's 80 year old me very proud as well and that's the goal that's all it is making your eight-year-old self happy and your 80-year-old self happy. And I'll continue to say that. And I think that although Guts wouldn't say something like that, he'd probably be thinking more, you know, something along the lines of, you know what, probably looking to save his friends and the band of the hawk. And that the only way he would survive is being the commander and setting a good example. And that's another thing he did, set the example. Be the person in your friend group who sets the example. Something I've always tried to be. I've always tried to, to be the good person and to do the right thing. And that's all you could be asked for. So, leaving it on that positive note, as always, of course, Berserk, a masterpiece, 1997, the version, and I hope you go watch it. This has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris's Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you. This time, next week. Bye now. To know life in every breath, every cup of tea, every life we take, the way of the world.